welcome listener. Thanks so much for watching, listening, subscribing to Two on OSU. Before we jump into the show with Oklahoma State softball coach Kenny Gajewski, I have the privilege of thanking our show sponsors. Thanks to Two Fellas Movers, the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum, Mid First Bank, FireLakeJobs.com, and Oklahoma Ford Dealers. Reminder, drive into your best in Oklahoma Ford Dealers today for the best deals on Ford's full lineup of trucks and SUVs. Ford is the best in Oklahoma. The Cowgirl softball season starts up February 8th. That's a Thursday in California against Cal State Northridge. Oklahoma State looking to reach its fifth consecutive College World Series. Now let's jump into the interview with Kenny Gajewski. Kenny Gajewski joins us. He's entering his ninth season at Oklahoma State and coming off four straight Women's College World Series appearances. Kenny, I figured we'd start there. It's as good a place as any. I was wondering if if you go big picture with me for a second. When you first shook Mike Holder's hand or, you know, first sat in the, the very seat you're sitting in for the first time, was that something you envisioned? Four straight College World Series appearances? I mean, you know, that's a good, uh, good question. I mean, I envisioned uh, big time success here. Um, it's been done here be- before. It's one of the most attractive uh, uh, parts of the of the job uh, when you take it um, is the history that uh, Sandy Fisher laid for all of us, foundation that she set for all of us. So, um, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, I would say, yeah, I mean, I vision big, big time things. Um, and so what that is, I don't know. I don't, I don't sit around and, and try to like plan out the future. Um, but, um, it's been a crazy great run up to this point and, and I feel like we're just getting started. At what, know, point, at what point does a run, um, at what point can we stop calling it a run? At what point does a run just become kind of the, the norm, just, just a, a regular thing? Well, I mean, I, I hope, you know, we're sitting back here. I mean, uh, you know, in uh, 10 more years and going, man, what a run. You know what I mean? Um, but I I don't know. Like, you know, we're day to day here and it's good stuff for everybody to talk about. And, it, um, you know, with with the success of our uh, friends that are down south, um, it's uh, it gives us a little bit of, of an advantage, uh, I feel, um, because we know right what we've got to do and, uh, we, we can just look right down the, the, the uh, road and, um, and, uh, not have to wonder what it's like. We know what it's like and, um, and it's been cool. So, um, look, you guys can call it whatever you want to call it. I'm good with that. Um, we're just going to try to get back there again this year and give us a chance to, uh, you know, to, to, to win the final game. Something that sticks out to me, Kenny about your coaching style, especially it's it's kind of odd to me considering how, how much success you've had is you're not scared of change. And I, I feel like a, a lot of coaches, especially coming off four world series, would, would just try to tighten down the screws and, and do everything the same. But as we shift the conversation toward this batch of cowgirls this season, where do you feel like you've, you've changed the most and, and where did your embracing of, or at least not being scared of change. Where'd that come from? You know, I don't know. Um, I think when you're, I've been, I've been in my previous life, I've been a, um, um, I've been a, uh, a business owner. I think if you've ever been self-employed, it's a different kind of stress, 
different kind of fear um, when you're feeding other people's families. Um, and you know that you're responsible, that creates a different internal clock in you that you've got to work and you've got to grind. Um, but, um, you know, I don't know. Change is just something like I like to evolve. Maybe that's maybe that's a good thing. Uh, maybe it's not. I don't know. But um, I feel like I know this program very well inside and out. And um, I want to do the, the promise I made to Coach Holder when I got to this job is I would always do what I feel like is best for for OSU and this program. And so um, so we're going to continue to do that. Um, you know, the change in our team is not necessarily a change that I always want to have, but like you have to have, like, it's just the, it's just the, the way the world works. These kids only get four years. So there's going to be constant change there. Um, coaching staff wise, um, I just want to do what, what's best for them, um, and best for us. And, um, and so I guess that's why I, I, um, I'm able to do that stuff. I will tell you, I don't like always making change. Um, we've had a little bit more change, you know, in the coaching staff than I probably would have wanted to, but I can probably look back and say, yeah, I would have knocked something out a little faster. May not have had some of that change. It's just life. It's just the growing pains. It's the, the maturity. Um, it's the experience, it's everything involved. And so, um, uh, I, I, I don't like having hard conversations or having to do hard things but I will do them if they're necessary for the betterment of this program. Let's get into that a little bit. The the NCAA this summer sent out, you know, a little blip that I assume was, you know, did huge things in, in your building and in other softball buildings. You can have another coach, at least another paid coach. Um, how tangible has that been? I know you used it with uh, Vanessa Shippey, bringing her on full time and she's what, what she's done for the program. But just how uh, how beneficial has that been with uh, bringing in you know being able to to tenure coach ship you keep her around like that? Well, it, it's it's an amazing thing um, you know to to grow our game. Um, I think we've shown um, as a sport that uh, that's probably it was probably time. Um, it's also great for our game because it it just you know it just opened up a lot more full time jobs. Um, or at least opportunities for for women too, um, and I think that's a big deal. So I'm excited about it. We've been fighting for a long time. Um, you know, we thought we were gonna gonna get it about three years back, and then it just at the very end just really fell apart. We were really disappointed um, at that time. I, I do un un understand uh, why. Um, I do still understand that. This is still a major impact to, um, you know, athletic department budgets. Um, so we have to be conscious of that. Um, but, um, you know, the way our, our game is changing, um, I don't think there's really a need for a volunteer coach. These people spend a lot of time here. And, and let's face it, we know that they were making money. They weren't working for free. Uh, but there's really no reason that they shouldn't get benefits and the the packages that they did, you know, deserve. So I'm very thankful. It's going to really help grow our game. Um, and, um, you know, we'll see where it goes from here. You had a lot of goodbyes 
this year. And I think uh, Rachel Becker and, and Cheyenne Factor are still around the program helping out, but at least from from the lineup, um, might might be tough or uh, sad not not getting to write th- those people's names and a lot of players' names in, into the very top of the of the lineup. But just I guess what were those goodbyes like with Kylie Naomi and and Cheyenne Factor and, and Rachel Becker and whoever else I'm missing? And uh, is it this lineup card? There's there's a lot of change this year. Yeah, well, first off, the uh, the goodbyes are terrible. Um, I hate them. You know, like we still have uh, Cheyenne and Rachel here in our office uh, as graduate assistants, so that's a um, a great a great feeling to still have them and their um, you know their their love for this program and wanting to stay around and get a master's, and then on top of that, just help this program, um, you know, uh, just to achieve even new heights. So that's awesome. Uh, but you know, this is the kind of the, the, the circle of life in, uh, in softball. I mean, you're gonna, we're going to go through change and, um, we, we wrote a good wave with a number of kids. Um, and, um, and now we're going to start a new one with, with a new group and, and it's exciting. Um, it's scary. Um, it's exciting, but we're, we're still really talented. Um, we're, we're like 2019. We're very green. Um, we're going to have some ugly moments at, at times. I mean, for instance, we've had great practices, um, since, since we've been, we've been back until last night and last night we looked like we couldn't catch a ball or throw a ball. Um, it's just going to happen at times. So we got it. We got to learn how to get that stuff fixed. Um, in game, you know, I mean, that's one of the biggest things is can you make a, a m- m- mistake and then bounce right back and, and get everybody together? And that's what those older experienced kids can do. And so now it's teaching these younger kids and it's taking kids like Cheyenne and Rachel, Vanessa, Carrie, all these kids that have been in our program that understand how I am as a head coach um, to be able to handle that um, and to be able to go 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 forward so um those are the fun exciting scary things that we're going through each day here um we're going to be very good um and we'll be a lot different team in in april may and june than we look like right now i can tell you that and you're you're taking this team kenny to florida in a week to go play against some really quality opponents like you've made a habit of the last few years do you think it's even more important these these first games against great opponents with uh, a green team? Yeah, no, I think it's everything. Um we've done we've done that each year with all of our of our teams. Um you know, we actually started in California first Ben um and we'll go there next Thursday. Um and then we'll we'll finish that road trip against one of the most storied programs of all time in UCLA and then we'll come home and then go back to Florida or go to the East coast and, and play, uh, uh, in the best tournament in the country, um, in Clearwater. And then we're actually going to stay there the whole week, play a midweek game against, uh, Stetson, um, and then, um, playing another great tournament at the university of South Florida against teams like, uh, Washington and South Florida. And, um, it is just like, punch you in the face from, from the first couple weeks. And, and then we come home and we have one week of games here and then conference. So it's a really a new 
it's a new journey for us as far as the conference goes. And then it's going to be a new journey for these kids that haven't been through the, the uh, rigors of our conference. Kenny, when OU and Texas leave after this year, how good will the Big 12 be? I know you're all about trying to play tough, tough games because you said you don't really care what your record is as long as you get to the World Series because as long as, you know, sometimes having a worse record means you're more tested in the World Series. But I'm curious, without OU and Texas, I know Baylor's on the rise. There are some other good Big 12 teams. How do you see the future of the league being able to prepare you for the World Series? Well, I think if you, um, you know, if you want to peel the layers back, I mean, it, it's I don't like the fact that OU and Texas are going to be gone. I mean, those are six games that we get to play against top 10, top 15 schools, you know, right now. Um, however, um, we will bring in Arizona, Arizona State and U- and Utah. Uh, I mean, Utah was in the World Series last year. Arizona was in it a couple of year, years back. and is again, one of the most storied programs of all time. Arizona State's won national titles in this sport. Um, Arizona's won, I don't know, 10, 8 to 10. Um, So like this, like you're bringing in high-powered teams. Now, they haven't been quite as good as um, uh, OU and Texas have been, but they bring another like layer of, of really good teams in this conference that it's going to make it tough. And uh, you add in a BYU, I imagine that's going to be a, as I watch football teams go there and basketball teams go there, I heard it's very hard to play there. Central Florida is a regional team. They are on the up for sure. Um, you know, Houston, uh, I think they're going to continue to get better. It's a Mecca for, uh, for softball. Um, you know, the state of Texas and that area, there's some great high school kids there. Um, we recruit there very heavy. So um, now that they're going to be in a major conference, that should help them. I, w- I w- would think Texas Tech, they're very much on the uh, rise. Baylor's kind of getting their mojo back um, after not being in OKC for a while. It looks like they're starting to turn the corner again. So um, you start looking and just up and down Kansas's is better. Iowa state is, um, we're, it's going to be a really good conference. I mean, really good. And, and you, like, I really think that being in the big 12 is really going to help Arizona and Arizona state and Utah. Um, it's going to open them up to other kids that they really haven't been able to go and get in my opinion. So, um, I I think it's going to be amazing. Um, you know, uh, I, I just, I still think that we can be in that. We're still going to be the second best conference out there behind the SEC. You mentioned that. Sorry, I'll just jump in here, Sam, real fast. Um, I mean, it feels like we see Brett Yorbark around at, you know, all these football games he's going around. How have you felt Brett's impact, of course, the new Big 12 commissioner on, uh, on a softball front? I mean, I don't, I think it'd be hard to say that I feel it for softball. Um, just quite yet. I think his focus is football and basketball. Um, and I think they're doing an incredible job there. Um, you know, I mean, that's probably where we need his focus um, to be there. Um, I think that they would say that, that softball is very important, but I think we all know that um, the two drivers here are the the football teams and the basketball teams. So we got to make sure that that is, 
that stays at the top. Um, basketball, obviously, easily number one. Um, football is probably better than most people think uh, as we look back, you know, through the the successes here. Um, and so uh, we've got to keep that that, that up. Um, but um, I, I, I'm happy with the way we're going. We seem to be very progressive, more hip, um, more whatever like the, the the kids love like it's important stuff the guy's smart so um I, i'm gonna i'm gonna uh hang my coat with him because i think he's gonna take us to some great spots yeah they had they had nelly perform at the halftime of the championship game did, did that do anything for you i mean i thought it was cool yeah. i mean you know what i mean it's it's kind of amazing to see some of the people that are showing up to some of our events um in our conference and um, he obviously is connected in a crazy way and, um, I'm glad he's, uh, calling in those favors now because I think it is helping this conference. You know, it's, it's kind of hard just to, to ask you about one new player. There's a few that I, I want to get to for sure, but I guess I'll start with, uh, with, with Katie Coots. The, I'm curious, you know, if you, depending on what website you check, she was listed as a, a top 10, top 15 type recruit, a pitcher. Um, First off, what did that recruiting battle look like, and uh, what did what did it take to to get Katie to to Stillwater? I mean, it was a it was a it was a battle, um, without a doubt. Um, in the end, I think she felt like at Oklahoma State that she could be who she wants to be, um, and and um, and that we're gonna we're we always try to call ourselves a customizable program um where you can customize it for yourself you know i mean we're still playing a team sport but um i want to allow you to be who you want to be and so in the end i think that's what helped us win out on her um i think she likes this atmosphere here um i think she's really uh enjoying being around carrie um she's getting better um and um you know she's going through the normal freshman things that they all do um, but, um, she has moments where you look at it and go, whoa. And then she has some moments where you go, yep, that's a, it's a freshman. Uh, so, um, it's, uh, it's exciting. I think her future's bright and I'm excited to go watch her, uh, compete. Do you have any inkling yet of how the, the rotation will play out or is that going to be determined in California and Florida? Yeah, I mean, we're really not in a hurry. I mean, obviously, we have an all-American back in Kilfoyle, so um, you know, she she's the the leader um, of the staff. Obviously, Kyra had an incredible first year, um, and then you throw in Katie, Katie, and um, uh, Ivy, um, who are both getting better every day that that they are out here. Um, we're gonna we're just gonna kind of play it out here and see how it goes. I mean, we're not in a rush. Um, we're going to, we want to get all of them innings, um, which is very hard. Um, but I also want to keep Lexi, uh, fresh. Um, I think that's the, the most important thing being in her fifth year, it's going to be important to keep that body fresh. Um, Kyra, I would imagine that she'll carry, uh, some more workload. Um, she's built for it. She wants it. She loves it. Um, so, uh, you know, those two will be the leaders and then we'll see with Katie and Ivy kind of who, who steps up and, you know, who blossoms at the time. And, um, that's kind of one of the things that I'm real excited to see. Um, and I think there's good things that are, that are coming. 
And then another player who I imagine was a tough goodbye. Of course, you lose catcher Taylor Tuck, a Stillwater player through and through. Um, but but you, you hit hit hard in the transfer portal there, bringing in Carolyn Wong, um, two-time A-Sun player of the year at Liberty. I mean, I didn't I didn't watch much Liberty last year. I know they they win on uh they they have some postseason experience, no doubt. But what about uh, that move um, jumped out to you in the portal, and just how much of a benefit will, will she be? Yeah, she's got a chance to really help us. I mean, uh, she's got to you know do it here now and and all that. But um, she's she, she's an awesome kid. Uh, got married over the the summer. Um, really enjoyed her and her husband Matt. Be, you know, just being here. Um, she's starting to hit her groove. Um, you know what I mean? She kind of, I think she understands being in her fifth year as well, kind of what the grind is like. Um, and, uh, and we're excited. I mean, she's a middle of the order hitter. Um, it's got, it's got some big time power. Um, she swings the bat hard. Um, her catching is getting better. It needs to continue, uh, to improve. Uh, but, um, man, we, we've loved having her and we think she's a plug and play kid. I feel like you've kind of answered or figured out the answer to the grind a little bit with those broken bow trips. Um, I, I know Kenny, you're big on motivation themes, um, um, things like that. What, what have you done this year? Have you brought in any, uh, programs? I know you've done some work with the program, uh, look it up for, for people at home, but is, is there a theme this year? You know, it's kind of crazy. We, we really just sticking with the cowgirl way and rep, um, which was which is re- relentless excellence and passionate and um uh that's kind of where we're at we don't have a crazy theme one may arrive you know what i mean that's kind of the the cool thing when especially when you start to travel things happen memories happen and, and certain things start to go um uh, but we're really just kind of hanging our hat on the cowgirl way i mean that's kind of what we especially with this new team I, I'm not trying to force feed a theme on them, um, except the cowgirl way. I just want them to make sure that they're living the cowgirl way. They're practicing the cowgirl way, um, and and so that's kind of been our 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 uh, deal. And so, um, but we have been to Broke Kimbo. Uh, that's one thing that we'll continue to uh, do. We seem we seem to um, have good experiences there and good memories that come out of that. And the relationships that are forged there are are always great. Um, and then, um, you know, the program did come in again. Uh, they'll be back, uh, this weekend just to kind of be around and check in and, and see our kids. So that'll be kind of cool. Um, you know, we're going to have our banquet, uh, the Friday, the second, um, will be, uh, our banquet. That's always a great event that kind of really kickstarts our, uh, year. I know that you guys are invited, so we'll see if you guys show up and, see how you like that. Uh, I know you guys have been in the past. So um, it's just a great event, great things. Try to keep these kids going. I also want to respect their their time as um, students and, and just being normal too. So um, I think that's kind of where we find the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the balance here. I think the guest speaker, is it, is it Sam Shaw? She came in my freshman year. I, I wasn't on the beat yet, but she's, uh, she's one of the, the first kind of legendary players under you. Yeah, she's um she's a special kid, special woman now. I mean, she's really growing up, but um she's here working out this whole week with our team, which is really cool. Um it's been great to have her around here, her competitive fire. She's heading to uh Japan in March. 
Um, but I, I just felt like it would be a good, the right person to, to bring back with this team. Um, you know, I think she, um, she, with her play kind of changed the trajectory of this program in 2019. Um, and, um, and, and just loves this place and, and just really embrace this place. And, and so it's really cool to have her back here. Um, it's really cool to have her around. Um, I think our kids have enjoyed that. I know our staff has, so it should be a great night. One thing I wanted to ask about too, um, also, I guess more big picture is I remember about this time last year, OSU unveiled its whole, um, buildings plan and, and a, a new, a mini Obrate was on there. But then the, I, I feel like the, the rise of NIL has kind of changed the way, um, a lot of people want money devoted and, um, I guess where where do we stand on getting a new mini Obrate, and do you even want that as much anymore? Um, I you know I know you're leaving a place with an incredible atmosphere where people tailgate like it's you know SEC baseball or something. I guess how do you balance a want for a mini Obrate with keeping what you have? Yeah, you know it's a great question. Um, you know we're not really any farther along. I know there's a lot of talk and a lot of a lot of things. Um, you know, I've actually got a meeting with Dr. Shrum here, here today, um, that she called. So I'm hopeful that, that there's some, something out there about that, or, or we have a plan, you know, she, she's really involved in this and just so cool to have that type of relationship with her and, and what she would like to see for us. So, um, we're moving. I mean, we're, it's, it's in the process. It just takes time as you guys know. I mean, if I want to be very honest, I look down the street at OU and it's taken, it's taken Patty 15 years to get this stadium built. Um, and they've won a lot as we all know. So this is, um, just like her. I don't want to just do it. I want to do it right. Um, I'd like to find a way to stay right where we're at. Um, I really don't want to leave this corner. It may be the best, most exciting corner in college softball period. Um, I know it's not the biggest stadium. I know it's not the prettiest thing always, but man, when it's full, it looks about as good as it can look and it's amazing. Um, so I really would like to stay here. I think I've been talking, you know, with Chad, uh, about that. And I think we're trying to work a way that we could, we could keep this corner. So that's where it's at. Um, I'm not spending too much time being upset or worrying about it. I can't, I, I just, I mean, we've shown that we can win here. That's that's a bad thing, but it's a good thing. You know what I mean? Um, so we just got to keep doing things to improve um, or moving the needle towards figuring out how to stay here and still play here and all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of where it's at. I don't really have a whole lot of new of new news, um, but we need to do our, our, our part and keep winning at a high level to make it a priority like others have. And when you meet with Dr. Shrum, you, you know, if, if there's a lull in the conversation, don't be afraid to slide in ice cream machine in the press box. You know, I'm for, right. for one, not opposed to that idea, but um, right. purely if she's just looking for ideas. We'll see what we can do with, with, without a doubt. <laughs> well, thanks so much to Oklahoma State Cowgirls head coach, Kenny Gajewski for joining us on two on OSU. Plenty of uh, national televised games, ESPN, ESPNU. One of the Bedlam games is on Fox Sports 1, so you can catch the Cowgirls there or on ESPN Plus pretty much all season long. 
And um, really, one of the best tickets in Stillwater is uh, in the decks or in, in Cowgirl Stadium itself. So thanks to Kenny for joining us, and uh, we look forward to covering Cowgirl softball this season. Okay, to wrap the show, thanks so much to Coach Kenny Gajewski for coming on. means a lot. Um, enjoyed that interview. And I'll tell you what, if you enjoyed that show, go ahead and subscribe on YouTube at 2 on OSU. It really does help a lot, as does downloading and listening to the podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts. I use Spotify. Wherever you find the show, um, I extend a genuine thank you to, to folks who download it and uh, review it and share it. All that helps Ben and I bring Oklahoma State content through the softball season and all year long. I want to thank the folks behind the scenes who make this look good, Jacqueline Musgrove and Michael Lane, for their hard work, and I appreciate you listening. Last thing, check out the newsletter. It's unique, individual OSU content every week. Ben and I try to have some fun with it and uh, make your make your Monday morning email checking just a little more fun.